Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Candy Show. I'm your host, Candy. We have another special guest in the building. Guys, I want you to give it up for recording artist, songwriter, model, and we're going to find out what else she's got going on. Miss Steph Payne, everybody. everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Tell us, tell everyone where you're you coming from today. Um, well, I am here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Cali uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm actually from <laughs> Los Angeles, California, but I do reside here in Las Vegas. Um, and I'm here in my home studio right now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I was out there a couple. Well, it's so crazy because if you really didn't do anything activity wise during 2020, it's just like it just went whoop. Right, right by you, right by you. I was in Las Vegas and I was in California in late 2019. <laughs> it just zoomed by. It seemed like th this last year with the pandemic and everything, it just went. And before we knew it, we were in 2021. And I, I really hope it don't do the same thing with 2021. But if it does, I'm hoping that this other situation we got going on mm -hmm. is gone. Right. Me too. <laughs> Fairfully. Yes. All right. Well, Miss Steph Payne, now I reached out to you because I heard your music on another Instagram um, show. And I was like, you know what? I love that song. Now, here's the thing. On social media, sometimes you can't really hear everything mm -hmm. and you can't hear the clarity of it. But what I heard, I was already immediately interested. Mm -hmm. And I looked at your page up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I love the song even more. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm honored that you're having me on today and that you took the time to listen to the music. Um, if you would like to hear it in full effect, um, I would be glad to send you your signed copy of the CD. <laughs> Yes, I take that. Thank you yeah. so much. I'm going Thank to sign copy. They are available on my website um, right now, but I will send you one that way you can pop it in your CD player. I'll send you the digital uh, download as well to your email in the meantime, and that way you can hear it. I really would love for you to hear the clarity of it, the production, the vocals, and everything is intentionally very clear um, and resounding. So that will be first on my list when we get done with our interview. I greatly appreciate that. But now I want to clarify, I have heard it. I was just saying that when I heard it first time, I mm -hmm. heard it on social media okay. and I immediately loved it then. But then once I heard the actual full song on your page, uh -huh. I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is the one for me. <laughs> and guys, just so you know, we're talking about Miss Steph's song all over you already over you like i'm just already over it <laughs> already <laughs> over you so tell us a little bit about yourself um and and before i start off thank you for your service oh thank you my pleasure my pleasure and I just guys so you know miss steph Payne, sergeant Payne. just guys just in case you don't know that <laughs> go ahead tell us a little bit about yourself um, well, you know, like I said, I'm a West Coast girl. I'm a Cali girl, but I have lived 
all over the world um, due to my military service. I did serve during the Iraq war in the U.S. Army. Um, I'm a mother of 12-year-old twins. Um, I'm a church girl. I grew up in the church singing gospel music. Um, unlike a lot of artists who went from doing R&B or secular music to doing gospel, um, or contemporary Christian music, I did the opposite. And not that I've just completely stopped doing gospel, but I went from doing gospel music, being a gospel music artist to being an R&B artist. So at this point in my career, you know, I was actually even a pastor at one point. I was in ministry um, for wow. years. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, after much prayer and much service to the church, um, me serving everybody else, serving the country, serving the church, serving my family, which I still serve. I'm just a servant at heart. I decided um, with, uh, like I said, much prayer and meditation with God that I was just going to step out on faith and pursue my dream. I grew up listening to a lot of different music with my father, um, a lot of funk music, a lot of R&B, a lot of jazz, um, you know, and so I've that music is near and dear to my heart. And that's what I really wanted to do. And so I just stepped out and decided to pursue it. You know, you only get one life. That we do, that we do. Yeah, so I moved um, to Las Vegas um, a couple of years ago with my family. And um, I started performing here in Las Vegas um, at the, you know, I went started by going to open mics here just so everybody could get to know who I was and show my face around town. I went and supported other performers and entertainers. I joined a local band out here. And from there, I formed my own band and started doing the Steph Payne experience and um, Steph Payne Couture, which are like cabaret shows. So I, I performed in the Rio, the Paris and casinos all over Las Vegas at this point. And uh, right now I'm in the studio working on my current album have the single out right now, working with some amazing producers, songwriters, and other artists. So that's where I'm at right now. Wow. I mean, you just threw me away when you said you was a pastor. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> wow. The last place I was pastoring was in Compton, California, preaching to oh. ex-gang bangers, ex-prostitutes, drug dealers, people that have served time, you know, so... I've done my time literally in the trenches and also in the, in, the, in the church trenches, you know? So that's why I said, I think, you know, God let me and released me and said, you know, it's your time to pursue what you really want to do with your life. Awesome. Amazing. Now I see that you like to play dress up. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying all the different costumes and the outfits and things like that. So tell us where did that love or where did that passion come from with that? Well, you know, I never was really into fashion before I was, I'm sort of a jeans and t-shirt sweatsuit kind of girl. I played sports growing up and, um, you know, I like to be comfortable, but coming into the industry, um, I, my grandfather was an actor. His name was Jimmy Payne back in the fifties through the seventies. So I do have a love for old glamour, um, and living in Las Vegas and the shows and the history here. I just, the thing is when I go out and see somebody, 
I want a whole entire experience. I want I want to hear something. I want to see something visually that's going to stimulate my senses. I just want a whole vibe and a whole experience. And that's why my show was called The Steph Payne Experience, because not only am I going to sing for you, I'm going to do costuming. I'm going to do wardrobing and give you something to stimulate your eyes as well. You know, nowadays you see the artists and I'm not knocking them. It's the millennial generation. They'll be up there in jeans and a raggedy shirt with a flannel tied around their waist and, and some boots. And that's cute. But you know, I'm a more mature woman and I really just like for my audience to be stimulated all around. So um, that's part of the reason that I do fashion. I've gotten into fashion at this point um, in my life and career. And it's really for my audience. And I've, I've grown to have a love for for fashion and follow fashion. And I like chunky, um, uh, bling blingy type of things. I like uh, velvety things. I like, you know, I just like to be very feminine and, and, and shiny, so to speak. So I do a lot of different um, type of costuming. You know, as I was flipping through your pages, I was like, wow, the things that I know that I like, you like. I like that sparkly. I like the blingy, you, you know, that just, Mm -hmm. It's that it like you said, it gives you a whole different visual effect. You know, it's great to do the jeans and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But you want to look woman. you like you really want to look really extra sexy. You know, I was like, OK, we definitely gonna, we're going to have to get together because I'm, I'm loving the sheer shirts and things like that, too. So <laughs> well, you know, I'm like. I can't take full credit for it. I have been working with um, a stylist named Lorraine Fitzgerald. Um, she's responsible for a lot of my looks thus far. And lately I've been stepping out and sort of um, going with my own flow, but she's been really instrumental in helping me create that brand. Um, and like I said, I'm a more mature woman. I'm a mother. And, and it seems like candy that in the industry now, Black women and women in general are just really being sexualized and objectified to where in order to be successful, we have really been diminished to having to show every piece of our bodies, you know, it's, it, and having to talk about certain things like very materialistic things, sex, money, um, really degrading men, you know, and I love the women's empowerment but I think that we need to restore some of our dignity in, in the black female community. And even with our men being uh, um, reduced to being thugs and criminals and uh, drug dealers. And it's just the music I see coming from our community now, it seems to really be diminishing us. So with my brand and with my image, I want to show young women and women at large that you can be sexy, you can be um, demure without having to show absolutely every piece of skin on your body. I'm just trying to set a better example and restore that dignity back to us as Black women. I do appreciate that. And then, yes, <laughs> I, 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 there's nothing that you said that I do not agree with. <laughs> and, um, We'll figure it out. And, and and that's why for me as a music lover, I so appreciate when I hear good music like yours. Mm -hmm. Um, because that type of music is coming back. It's getting more it's it's coming back in style if you want to say that. Right. R and B has never left, but it seems like the industry you only have and I'm just gonna say one or two people and then that's it. Mm-hmm. 
everybody else who's just as great fall by the wayside. Right. Absolutely. You know, and it could be because that person, uh, that artist has a great promotion team. I don't really know, but I do know that we have some great talent out there. And um, that's what the Candy Show is about, is to give that platform, provide that platform for that type of talent that may not ever be seen or just me maybe need that extra push mm -hmm. because of the way you look on TV or listen to your music. It's you only hear one or two artists that be it male or female right so that's why I wanted to make sure that I got you on here and hopefully can you know you can reach tell us a little bit about your song when did it come out when did all over you come out already over you has been thank you all already over you <laughs> I believe we released it back in uh January um late January the original version um, and then recently, I have the Father MC version now. I've been really blessed to be able to work with somebody that I grew up on that I idolized in the hip-hop community, Father MC, out of Far Rockaway, New York. He's really a legend in the game. And so I was able to collaborate with him. And he dropped some bars on my song. And so I have a video coming out um, and he's going to be in it as well. So the, the Father MC version is going to really get a big push coming up here soon, along with the video coming with it, which is kind of like a mini movie as well. Um, and so there's going to be another push behind the song. So it's been out for a, a little while now, but we haven't even, you haven't even seen the magnitude of the push we're going to put behind it since I got my big brother on it. So it's been out for a little bit. Have you ever been out to the Midwest? Well, yeah, I've been all over. I've been all over the continental U United States. Well, outside of well yeah, traveling. <laughs> boot camp at Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. I lived in Texas for some time. Um, you know, my, my family is from Georgia and Alabama on my father's side. So I've been down South. I've been back East, been Midwest. I still have a little more of the Midwest to explore though. Where are you from, Candy? Indianapolis, Indiana. We're in between Ohio, Illinois, down below is Kentucky and above is Detroit. Okay. Now I've got to get to all of those places. <laughs> you've not touched any of the well especially and that's why I asked you with your song now have you guys had a chance to push it out this way or tell me a little bit about that how far have has your reach been when I say specifically with this project well with the pandemic it's been difficult so I've been doing my share of podcasts and radio interviews and most of the spins that I'm getting with the song are here on the West Coast um, and uh, Nevada. Um, it is getting some push in Atlanta. Um, now, my co-executive producer for my project, my co-writer um, on the song Already Over You is actually from Lima, Ohio, Paris Smith. So it is getting a little bit of a push there. But like I said, it's, there was a soft release done on it because of the pandemic. And we just really weren't quite sure how 
to go about putting the song out with something so new like this pandemic and trying to market during this time. So what I'm doing right now, Candy, is just doing stuff like I'm doing with you, doing different podcasts and talking to different radio DJs and um, just interacting with people on Facebook and Instagram and just trying to push it that way right now until we really put more marketing behind it. Are you in, is this entire project independent? Or are you guys with a label? Are you both? Tell us a little bit about that. This is an end. This project has been 100% funded by myself. So, okay, <laughs> come on now, girl power. You know, I, thank you. And I, I feel great about it. But of course, it would be wonderful to have a deal and a, a, even a, you know, a distribution deal or, um, you know, having investors and things like that. Some some people say it's better to be independent because you have more power and control over your art. Um, but definitely having a deal with a major label. And I'm in talks with um, a couple of different labels. Um, but until I, I, I see a contract that really benefits me um, financially, because basically I need to get back what I put out. You know, I'm not trying to sign any deals where I've got to pay you to distribute my music. I know what I have. I have more wonderful music besides this. It only gets better and better. And I put so much um, financially and just spiritually and just putting out energy into this project that I'm just waiting for the right deal to come along. So as of right now, it's 100% funded by me. And some of the, the people that I'm working with are showing me a lot of love because I, they believe in what I'm doing. So I have to give big shout outs to people like Father MC, people like Coolio, people like As Yet, um, Tyrese Jones, Prozac, Brian Timms. There's so many people that have jumped on Skip Martin uh, from the Daz Band, the legend himself. There's so many people that are just um, so, so supportive of me that have been in the industry. So um, I, I still, even without a deal, feel very blessed. Come on now. Come on now. That is not, come on now. <laughs> Woo. Come on. We got to take that. We got to take that control, especially <laughs> of our destiny. Yeah. If this is something that you want, you got to be all in it. Yes. Absolutely. You definitely got to be all in it. Absolutely. And that's, you step out on it. And you know, it's always going to be 200 here, 300 there, 500 here, 1,000 here. You always, one thing that I was taught as a business major is you have to be willing to invest in yourself. And if you, you don't have the faith to invest in yourself, who else do you expect to do that? You know, so I, I'm just praying and waiting and being faithful, you know, uh, to myself and what I'm doing and to those that have put the time into Steph Payne um, to just keep pushing. And I really believe that it's going to pay off in a major way. Do you have any more songs that you have sealed up and already ready to put on the whole project or tell us a little bit about that? How's that process going for you? Absolutely. I have a lot more music, actually. I'm almost done with my album. I'm just a couple songs away from being done with my album. So, uh, you know, sometimes people put out singles and that same single is rotating. And this isn't my plan now, but that same single is rotating for three, four, five years sometimes before it really takes off. So I'm not in a rush to put out the music that I have. What I would like to do is push this single and what I can tell you, Candy, with my album, 
there are absolutely no b-sides there's nothing this is going to be an album you can start from number one all the way through number 10 and let it play and and, and even put it on repeat it's going to be one of those vibes you know and so i'm not in a rush to put everything out that i have i do have some clips on my page my instagram of some of the music so i'm letting people hear the quality of what i'm putting together uh me and my team are putting together for everybody so my plan is to release the album i may drop one other single um after this but i'm gonna release a full album i know a lot of people are doing eps which was my plan at first a lot of people just releasing single 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 but you, yeah. you're really not gonna make any money that way doing that i rather hmm. just wait and i've been advised this way by some veterans in the game um that when you have music of the quality that i have it it's more beneficial to just give your fans the full project and let them marinate on that for a while was this the direction you wanted to go pre-pandemic you know pre-pandemic i was more focused on performing um i was doing live concerts two-hour concerts at um 172 live music inside the rio Las Vegas uh, with AE Group. Um, so I was doing more live performing and my focus wasn't really on doing st studio music, um, recording. Um, I really didn't have time. I was working so much. Yeah. I was working at the Paris and the Le Cabaret Lounge. I was doing a lot of lounge singing and, and, and some showroom stuff. And so, um, in doing that, I wasn't doing much studio recording, but the pandemic was a big motivator for me. Um, I met my partner, Paris Smith, my co-executive producer. I met him in the group As Yet, who are my brothers, big ups to them. Um, they came to 172 Live Music because they were planning on doing, in talks with the venue about doing a show there. And I happened to be performing that night in a show and they were there for the performance. And that's when um, I was approached by Paris Smith. Hey, do you want to do some music? Your voice is phenomenal. You obviously can perform. Let's get in the studio. And at that time, I was like, well, yeah, let's do it. You know, I I grew up listening to As Yet as well. I'm a big 90s girl. Um, and I was, it, it was an honor for somebody of that caliber to want to do music with me. Um, Paris is incredibly uh, gifted, um, experienced, and just, I mean, and the type of music that I want to do, he's able to help me put that out there because that's the era that he comes from. So I did not, I wasn't too focused on recording until the pandemic happened. We started working on some music, I, I believe it was back in April of 2020. The pandemic hit really hard and it motivated me to set up my home studio, um, purchase everything that I needed to start recording because I'm not the type to just be like, oh God, what am I going to do? I'm going to find another way and make something else happen with whatever circumstance that I'm in. So the pandemic was a big motivator and a big factor in me doing this project. You know, and that's what... <laughs> we're saying a lot of people are saying listen if you don't come out of here with something something else different than what you did before then what was it for right you know for me i was thankful for everything that was going on because of what i knew that i needed to focus on pre-pandemic 
Mm-hmm. And so now that we have this downtime, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm taking advantage of it. Because when it's time to go, I wouldn't have been able to have time to do those things and, and, and pay attention to what I need to pay attention to because I was consistently on the go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for some people, this time was very thankful. Like it was it's very blessed. You're like, you're, very, you're being very blessed and very creative. And that's the one thing that I, as a music lover, and really, I can't wait to hear the new music that's going to come out of this creative stage that we're in. Yes, absolutely. Tell us a little, tell us a little bit about how involved, since you said this is all funded by you, but how exactly, how much of the project are you involved in? Are you writing everything? And I know you have a co-producer. Tell us a little bit about your involvement as well. Um, I, I am a songwriter. Um, and for this project, the majority of the songs are co-written by myself and Paris Smith of Ajet. Um, so I do, I am very much a part of the creative process of this. I am, as I say, executive producing my project along with Paris. He's sort of the mastermind of bringing people together and connecting people and um, just getting people um in the know of what we're over here doing. So the majority of the songs are co-written by he and myself. I have a song on on the album called Expression, which is Expression is the title track um, to my project. So that will be the name of the album Expression, which is written, uh, produced by Claude Thomas Jr. of Ajet, who is an original member of the group, classically trained musician and vocalist, just a mastermind at, at arranging vocals. Um, and it's a true ballad. It's probably the, the, the truest ballad on the album is gonna be that song. So that song was totally done by Claude. I just performed it. Um, okay. Song that my most recent work was um, co-written by myself, Paris Smith, and with a producer called Pro Reese. Um, and um, he he came to the lab here, and we had a vibe session. He created some uh, a, a, a track from scratch, and I caught a vibe, came up with a concept, started writing it. Paris jumps in and says, "Ooh, this will sound good here." Da 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 da. And we just collaborate and 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 make something beautiful. So the majority of the project is a collaborative effort um, with myself. Marie Smith, my producers, Tyrese, Ty Jams Jones, Map Style out of Brazil, um, who was one of the first producers to start working with me and really believing in what I'm doing. Um, and, and I named a lot of people earlier. So the majority of my project is a collaborative effort, but I am definitely a writer on 99% of the songs. Come on now. You're getting all those checks. Oh, yes. Check, 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 check. We- check, check. Yes, you're not giving away money in 2021, okay? <laughs> come on now, come on. We're going to control All right. our art here, you know. Already over you. Yes, ma'am. Now, I heard that, and what I'm hearing is some, some real, true experience in this song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, tell, us, tell us how did that come about. You know, and, and I, I don't want anybody to think that the song is about one person in particular, because while I definitely make women's anthems um, and talk about the things that we go through as women, 
I'm not a male basher. I love men. I'm a daddy's girl. Um, I believe we've all been through hurtful experiences that can cause us to become bitter. So whereas you have somebody whom I love, like Mary J. Blige, who really portrays, and that's how she made it big, portraying her hurt and pain through her music that we all could really relate to. I take some of that from her and talk about our experiences. Um, but the tone of my music is more of an empowering type of music. I'm not wallowing in my misery. I'm not dwelling on the hurt and the things that were done, um, you know, that have caused hurt and pain in my life. I'm speaking more from a place of, we're going to move on. You know, we're going to live, we're going to learn. We're going to go through some things, but we're going to keep going is what we're going to do. We're going to heal from it whether you need to get therapy, whether you need to go hiking, uh, go to the gym, whether you need to meditate, pray, whatever you're going to do, you're going to go through it, go through that process, live through that process, heal from it, and continue on with your life. So while I'm expressing some of the things that I've been through, um, I'm also expressing a motivation for us to heal and to continue living. Does that make sense? That's absolutely what I got from the song. What I got from the song was, okay, this is a woman or not even specifically you. There was a situation where somebody may have gotten throughout her entire life, whatever life that, you know, mm -hmm. is, um, that they've gotten cheated on so long for so many times with so many people mm -hmm. that by the time she got to this point, she was already able to recognize those signs. And so therefore, instead of like you said, waddling, I can't, you know, you was like, you know what? I see this sign. Okay, cool. Let me go ahead and just try to move past this, but let me get my stuff in order first. Right. <laughs> and so, so therefore when it comes to the time where it's time to let it go, you know what? I'm cool. Cause I already knew I'm cool. But just, just understand I got somebody on the side too. Like I already, <laughs> I'm two steps ahead of you. Just like right. some win, some men do the too. Some you listen, men do it too. Men's men have done it too. Mm -hmm. They have before it's shoot, before they said it and be like, you know what, it's a done deal. They already had a good six months, mm -hmm. at least six months relationship. Absolutely. So why can't we do that too? We do, and we live in the age of women's empowerment. You know, um, we went through this in the 60s with women fighting. Women had to fight for our right to vote. We, we still have to fight for equal pay. But we're in an age where women feel liberated to be free. Um, we feel liberated to be free in who we are genuinely. Like we don't have to hide it or fake it anymore, you know. And we want to be treated equally and respectfully we want we want to be and we'll never be men i i don't want to be a man i don't want to be treated like men are treated but i do want my respect and i want people to understand that you know just because i am a woman don't expect any less from me or for me you know so with this song this song isn't even just about a, a, a romantic relationship this is about business relationships where i've been burned this is about um, family relationships. This is about friends that I've had that have flipped the script and really hurt me. And, you know, people that have changed and taken you for granted. It don't have to be your man or your woman. You know, this is just about relationships, period, in general, where 
I was taking my feelings on a lot of different things that I have okay. been through in relationships. And it's the concept is about a romantic relationship. But behind that writing is like, I sat down with Paris and when we got in the studio for the first time um, at his studio, he said, okay, what is it that you want to portray with your music? What do you want to talk about? What are some of the experiences that you want to share? And, and I just started talking about some things with him and he shared some things with me. And then when we collaborated with this writing, it just really came out very expressive um, to the point that I was like, you know, this is what I, this is exactly what I wanted to portray. So the song again, isn't just about a romantic relationship. It's about a lot of different people that have hurt me. And, and, and me saying within myself, you know what? I can dwell on it and be angry. I can be bitter about it. I can focus on that. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not even going to give you the time, the energy. I'm not going to give you the publicity when I, when I do Candy's podcast. I'm not going to talk about who hurt me or how they hurt me. I'm going to take that experience and let it be a driving motivator for me to be successful. That's how you kill them. And then the production piece of it now, that's what, that, that's what like drew me in because of the familiarity mm -hmm. of the production piece of it. Right. How'd you come up with that concept? You know, th that's, that's a great question, Candy. This song actually started with a track from a producer I mentioned earlier out of Brazil named Map Style. He, which if you order my CD, which I'm sending you one, but anybody that wants to order my CD off my website, you get a signed CD. And this CD actually has all three versions of the song on there. This song has three versions, the original, the one with Father MC uh, featured, and also the Map Style remix, which really wasn't a remix, it was the original. But what we're doing is focusing that one in Brazil and in the islands. So we're marketing that one over that way because of the way that it's arranged with Matt. He's very, he has a large following in Brazil um, and South America. And so um, this song was actually written to that track. And we decided that um, we wanted a little bit different vibe for the US. We wanted to because um, like I said, I'm a 90s girl and I want my music to be reminiscent of 90s music. The harmonic vocals, the, um, the arrangements, the, the chords. We're missing chords in a lot of this music now. There's no chords. There's not a lot of instrumentation. It's just a beat and a vibe for you to bop to. I really want the 90s feel in it on some modern urban beats. So we collaborated with Tyrese Jones, Ty Jams, and we told him, you know, Tyrese... And in in and the actual song "Don't Stop the Music," which I'm sure you know, Yarbrough and Peoples, is a song we all love. That's yes. <laughs> that song brings back memories for people. You can skate to it. You can step to it. You can play it at the backyard barbecue. You can roll to it. You know, down the highway. And so, it was already written. But we took the melody and the way that the song was written. And Paris was like, you know what? That'll be a nice vibe to put to this song. So we portrayed that to Tyrese. And you know, his father was the guitarist for Slave. And he's actually um, on another single that I have. So they were kind of talking about it. And he actually made that track from scratch. 
there's no samples in that track that there was nothing taken from anywhere else now the vibe and it's sort of reminiscent of don't stop the music because that's gonna grab you that song is gonna grab yeah. you but he made that track from scratch and played all of those instruments um through whatever method that he chose and made that track to the song without even hearing the previous track it was on so that's creativity at its level at its best I, that's the type that's the only everybody i work with is top notch and that's why i say i'm so blessed nobody's winging it you know these are people that are veterans have been doing this a long time worked with a lot of major artists been in the industry so tyrese really just put together an amazing vibe that went perfectly with with what we had written so um that's how that came to be so when you hear the song we definitely want you to think about that and when i perform the song live i mix it in there you know i do a little medley you know with don't stop the music so it's it's just a vibe that we wanted to create and that's how that came to be now tell me a little bit about the part where father mc came in on it because he, you are also on one of his songs too. Yes, <laughs> that's you know, Father C is such cool people. Like you would think with him being such a legend that he'd be kind of arrogant and just mm -hmm. and, and he's not. He's the total opposite of that. He loves working with other artists. He loves helping to push people out there if he believes in what you're doing. And if you think about what he did in the '90s that really blew him up. He put a lot of people on. When, when you talk about Mary J. Blige, you're talking about Jodeci, he put people in the game, you know, featuring them on his records. And these people that are so huge that we know and we love like Jodeci and Mary J. Blige, when they first started in the game, that's who they started with. Of course, P. Diddy, but they were all in the same crew, you know, and Father MC put them on his music and they end up blowing up later on. He hasn't changed. He loves working with other artists um, and just, he's a creator. He's also a producer. He plays instruments and put, so he has a project coming out called Black Disney. And when this project comes out, you're gonna see it. He puts clips of his music on his Instagram too. Um, you'll see there's a plethora of different people that he's working with. Some of them you know, some of them you don't. Some of them are emerging artists. So I got together with him through Paris as well. They've known each other for a long time. Um, we let him hear the song and I, you know, I wanted somebody to rap on it. And we were just trying to figure out who. And like I said, I purposely worked with people that were around and popping in the 90s because that's the vibe I want to create. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought he would be perfect. So I just asked him. He was, yeah, send me the track, send me the track. Yeah, that's dope, that's dope, I like that. And he put some bars on it and sent it back to me. Like that's, that is just as simple as that. And so from there, we just struck up a, um, like a brother-sister relationship. I kick it with him and his wife. We go to their house for dinner in LA. They come out here and hang out with us in LA. He's gonna be at my, they're gonna be at my show on April 3rd. He's just a very supportive, down to earth, um, someone who likes to create and be innovative and so that's how that happened it was just as simple as asking him 
Come on now. Sometimes, <laughs> listen, my father raised me and said this, closed mouths don't get fed. Don't get fed. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so is that how you end up being on his new song, one of his songs too? Yeah, he has a song that's going to be on his Black Disney album called um, Back That Up. And, um, you know, his flow is just as fresh as ever. It's even better than it was in the 90s. And so I'm really excited for that project to come out. So he um, he had a song that he had already been doing, Back That Up. He's, he, he called. And I, I was here in the studio doing some music with Paris because um, we're constantly working on this album. Like I said, it's almost done. And he said, hey, I, I want to get Steph on this. I want to get Steph on this. And he said, I just want, um, let me sing the hook for you. And you know, he ain't no singer now. So <laughs> he, he sang the melody, but he knows music. So he sang, right. it was so funny. Um, and he, he sang the essence of what he wanted. He sent the track, um, and Paris and I, Paris engineers as well. So it's, this is a two-person team. We can sit here and do music that sounds like what you did right here. Um, and so he, he arranged the vocals on it. He did the vocal arrangements, and I recorded it right here in the studio, sent it back to him, and there you have it. That's how we're doing it in the pandemic. You, once again, <laughs> got to be creative, and you got to realize, and here's something else, is what I've always tried to go through um, life. You can't depend on anyone. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but because this pandemic has happened to where we can't be in front of people, you have to figure it out. Right. You have to figure it out. And, and that just looks better on your resume anyway. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> when I can put on my album, recorded at Lady Payne Studios, written by Steph Payne, you know, uh, Steph Payne LLC with my name all over was mine. Um, that just adds to my sense of success with this as an independent artist. And I hope that it motivates other artists, female artists, male artists alike to get their business in order and take control of their, of their art. Now, let me ask you a quick question. With you being in Vegas, and you know, Vegas is what? A city that never sleeps. Never. How are you really um, dealing with the pandemic? Now, you just mentioned that you'll be having a show coming up in April, mm -hmm. but I'm sure. Now, and then here's another thing. A lot of people that I know from here has traveled to Vegas. It's like they're just giving tickets away. Uh -huh. So how is it really out there in Vegas as far as what's going on with the pandemic? You know, the, my show on April 3rd had to be pushed back twice. It was originally supposed to be in December. Um, but because of the COVID spike here, the governor kind of shut us down a little bit more and reduced the capacity out in these establishments to 25%. And my show was almost sold out at 75 tickets. Um, it's at Vegas Valley Winery, which has a capacity of about 300 people. So we weren't even, uh, we weren't even at half because we were definitely not trying to to put ourselves at risks or, or at risk or anyone else that was going to come and patronize and take the time to see me perform. Um, so we were keeping it at 75 and then with the spike, he lowered it to 25%. So to, to do a production like we're doing, it didn't make sense to split it into two shows or to do it for a small audience. So we pushed it back twice. 
And just very recently, he, uh, within like a few days ago, he upped the capacity to 35%. And then on starting on March 15th, it'll be back at 50. So we're, we've gotten it a, under a little bit more control here in Vegas. But in the meantime, there were still establishments open. There was still some live entertainment going on on a small scale, no big shows, but there was always some place here to go where you can sit down and have a meal and listen to some live music. That's, well, once people got out, once we basically got back open and people figured it out, we've been still having concerts, little small venue concerts. Mm -hmm. People, or they'll just go to the club and you'll just see it packed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so I just wonder with Vegas being Vegas, how did you guys really, you know, because that's what people do. You guys entertain mm -hmm. for a living. And so once that shut down, it's like, oh my gosh, how do you figure that out? But sounds like you've gotten uh, over that piece of it, not all the way, but you've worked it out. Oh, I was miserable, wow. Candy. I was miserable. <laughs> I was in here feeling like a caged bird. I couldn't spread my wings. And like I said, I went from performing live every week to nothing, to nothing. And, and doing studio recording does not fill that void. When you are a performer and the stage is where you love to be, it's just, there's nothing that can quench that thirst for you, even making music. It, it, it gave me some solace and I really enjoyed doing the studio recording and making music and being creative. But I really love the connection with people, um, performing with people, entertaining people. That's something that's in my blood. So I was in here struggling. I, 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 I was praying. I said, Lord, why God? Why was going on? I just couldn't figure out why we were going through this and so even with that i have friends that are performers out here that that have been working for months now at the venues that are open but i wasn't comfortable doing that and i've sort of taken myself away from lounge performing um to doing more shows because i am an artist so i'm not performing for free anywhere you know what i mean because you perform for free People don't want to pay for your stuff. They <laughs> come see you for free. So um, I actually had my first live performance a couple of weeks ago in over a year. And it's Ooh. performing live is like anything else. You, I, I did a performance on Monday's Dark. It was a charity event. Um, it's posted on my, my Facebook page. And Monday's Dark does have an Instagram where you can see my performance. Um, I did one song. And performing is like... Any, like riding a bike you don't use it you lose it you lose your mojo you you lose some of your wind you your voice weakens a little bit when you're not singing and performing every day and keeping that stamina up you just lose some of it and so that first performance felt like like my first one ever it was so strange and so from there this uh, uh, a couple nights ago I, I went and performed. I made a pop-up appearance at two different places in one night. And in each time I felt better. It felt, you you feel it coming back and you, you get comfortable again. But yeah, it, it was horrible when this first started. You know, I'm a music lover. 
and to not be able to go to these venues and see live performances because that's real i love live performances especially bands Mm -hmm. it's hard i mean it's like but then i also had to get a grip and like you know what (laughs) this is not in your control Mm -hmm. but what you can control is where you go (laughs) so i know that we'll get it back it hasn't completely gone it's inching its way back in as far as entertainment is concerned. And as I've expressed before, if it wasn't for music, I don't know what I would be doing um, because that music can take you and, and bring you through so much. So really, I and then let me say this, another thing with the music that I'm hearing, including yours, which is why I'm appreciative, appreciative of your project being kind of like a 90s era I too think that that's like one of the best errors Mm -hmm. and I'm missing that and I know a lot of other people are missing that type of music Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful that you and other artists are bringing that type of music back but also giving us a little hint of the past Mm -hmm. while still giving us a hint of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I appreciate that. So when I hear tracks that are familiar to me, I'm like, oh, okay, that just makes me love it and interested in it more. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's nothing wrong with some of the music that is being made. Um, but what I personally like is the grown folks music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the I mean, I grew up on grown folks music. Yeah, and I'm grown. And that's where I was telling you earlier, like, you know, I'm not trying to compete with the millennial artists out there. I have my own niche and already over you is very reminiscent of some of the old school. Like I said, I mentioned Yarbrough and Peoples who I I just love. I, I dream of when this single really hits being able to do a performance with them you know, or something like that, yes. um, or have, or do another mix with them on it, you know, or just, I, this is music we all love, but the rest of the music that you're going to hear is all, it's not reminiscent of anybody else's song. That was a okay. special case with this single. Everything else is totally um, from, from the producer's creativity or ours collaboratively. Mm-hmm. And, but it gives you the feel of 90s music with the harmonies and the the um just the way the music is arranged and like i spoke of the chords and the lyrics the things that are being spoken about you know it's it's just it's just a whole vibe that you get when you listen to the music and there's still some artists out that were around in the 90s that are still making music like this i think about people like joe you know i love Joe is amazing. He's been around a long time and he's still doing it. Like I got my As Yet hat on because those are my bros. They have a new project coming out. Amazing music with, with the harmonies, the way they do it. Um, they have a single out now called Kleptomaniac, which they actually featured me in that video. It was so fun because I got to play four different women in one video. Okay, so you got to check it out. I did. I did, and I told my partner, I was like, she is so fun. I said, she was in this video, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that. That was so fun. And that's and, and then you we were talking about the costuming earlier. 
I I love acting and, and doing that kind of stuff because I get to do the costuming and the wardrobe. And that was all my wardrobe that I own. It wasn't stuff that was rented or borrowed or anything like that. That was actually some of my wardrobe that I used for that video. So it was fun to, to get with them and do that. And even in the sense of the music videos, remember when we had Video Soul and really VH1 and was popping BET, MTV, where you really saw videos that were like little mini movies? Yes, yes. To the visuals that I'm doing and the people that I work with, that's what we're doing. We're, we're giving people back the substance, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the real entertainment aspect of it. And again, not knocking anybody doing their thing now, because music always changes and goes by a curve, you know? So I'm not knocking any of that. There's some artists out there, millennial artists that I really love, but I gotta be true to who I am, you know? And I think like you said earlier, there's a paradigm shift going on right now where people want, they do, you said it yourself, you want that more than music back. That was one of the best eras in music ever. And so, I am going to be a part of that paradigm shift. I'll just say it that way. Well, I definitely will make sure I continue to follow you and support you. Tell everyone how they can follow you, find your CD. Tell everybody how they can just, just find out what Steph Payne is doing. Thank you so much, Candy. I, I really appreciate the support. You can always check me out and follow what I'm doing on my social media and on my website which I am at S Payne Music on both Instagram and Facebook. I told y'all I'm old school. I don't have TikTok yet. I don't <laughs> me neither. Twitter. <laughs> Donald Trump drove me off of Twitter, so I don't do Twitter. I just, <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I am um, on my website, www.stephpainsongstress.com. That's Payne, P-A-Y-N-E. So at S Payne Music on Facebook and Instagram and stephpainsongstress.com um, as, as for my website. Also, again, if you're in the Vegas area around April 3rd, I do have a show at Vegas Valley Winery there. Um, there are a few tickets left. I'm thankful that everybody held on to their tickets. Um, you can get your tickets either through my website or on my Facebook, look for the Sip and Soul. Um, on Eventbrite or there's an event on Facebook or DM me, inbox me, and I'll give you the information. Well, I do appreciate that. Hopefully sometime soon, as I say with everyone else, <laughs> as soon as it's safe enough for me to get out, I'm out of here. And I'm <laughs> definitely coming back on the West Coast. Yes. Ooh. Come on out so we can kick it. I'll show you a good time out here, Miss Candy. Yes, ma'am. I definitely will. I definitely will. Now, I know we had a little bit of um, communication about playing your music. Mm -hmm. Now that I know that it's your music, do you do you mind if I play it? No, not at all. Please okay. Let me go ahead and play this. Um, I just want to make sure that it was legal. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I do own the rights to this music. <laughs> okay, and, and everybody, I got the okay from her. So let's go ahead and get this set up. And this is Already Over You by Miss Steph Payne. Yeah. I'm not trying to keep yeah. up. 
featuring Father MC. for me thank you you're welcome who is that this so cute chihuahua puppy dolce oh i just i've oh had him a few weeks now he's about three months old so yeah sniffing at my feet so i figured I <laughs> <laughs> well miss Stephane, thank you so much for your time today thank you i really do appreciate it please continue to make great music and i'm definitely going to keep bumping already over you thank you and thank you for what you do candy just giving us independence and and us artists um a chance to shine and and help put us out there i appreciate what you do as well and you have my full support thank you so much thank you and guys that's it for today please make sure you follow steph subscribe to the youtube pages download the music and good night. Night.